Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, this is Trent Sutton with Wild Imaginings, and we are presenting you a fantastical history of Waco. Fabulous tales of dubious veracity, written by Ashley Bean Thornton. (laughs) Today's story, Underneath the Alico. The Amicable Building opened in 1911. Built by insurance magnate Artemis Roberts. It is well known that the building, now known as the Alico, was the tallest building in Texas for a time. When it was built, it was only the second skyscraper in the state. And the cost of the project was $755,000. Which, translated into today's dollars, would be over $20 million. At 22 stories and 287 feet tall, the Alico's height is well known. There are, however, some lesser-known facts about this historic Waco site. Some lesser-known facts that can be traced back to the particular eccentricity of Mr. Artemis Roberts. Truth be told, Artemis Roberts had many eccentricities. But for the sake of brevity, we'll only focus on one. Mr. Roberts had an obsession, you see. From the moment he read Jules Verne's famous novel, Journey to the Center of the Earth, He couldn't shake the feeling that such a feat didn't have to be imaginary. And when construction began on the amicable building, he saw a perfect opportunity. I will build an elevator to the center of the earth. Oh no, not this again, love. My elevator will pierce as deeply into the earth as my building will rise above it. And how on earth are you going to do that? By hiring a specialist, of course. Don't you think that this project is expensive enough without chasing a fantasy? A fantasy? What do you mean? If buildings can touch the sky, why can't an elevator touch the Earth's center? You've already committed half a million dollars to this project, dear. That's all I'm- And so what? We'll be famous, darling. Can you imagine? And so Artemis Roberts set out to find his specialist. It took some time, but he eventually happened upon just the gentleman to accomplish this Olympian task. Heinz the the Gopher Gopher Meister Schmidt. Schmidt. Mr. Schmidt was an experienced engineer and brilliant zoologist from Berlin, Germany. Some regarded him as brilliant. 
Others thought him crazy, while others thought him to simply be a tall tale. Whichever of these was true, however, it was said that Schmidt had perfected a system for digging exceptionally deep holes efficiently and cheaply. He did so by employing a large herd of well-trained gophers who worked in round-the-clock shifts. After a lot of digging, pun intended, Mr. Roberts found an address for the notorious gophermeister, and he wrote Mr. Schmidt a letter. To the Honorable Mr. Schmidt, I am writing you this letter to inquire about your services. I am a businessman from America with a very particular project that may interest you. I am about to embark upon a construction project, a skyscraper. But in so doing, I wish not only to reach the sky, but also the center of the earth. I want the building's elevator shaft to descend into the earth as deeply as the building rises above it. And I think you and your extraordinary gophers are just the team for the job. If interested, please write back and let me know what arrangements need to be made. We are located in Waco, Texas, and do hope that you'll consider working with us. All the best, Mr. Artemis Roberts. Placing the letter in an envelope, Mr. Artemis Roberts could only hope that this would work. He dropped it in the mail and began the long wait to see if Mr. Schmidt would take on his project. Days went by, and then weeks. Mr. Artemis Roberts grew discouraged. His dreams seemed to be slipping away with each passing day. Come on, dear, don't despair. It just wasn't meant to be. I was so close, darling. I thought I'd found just the man for the job. I was even able to rework the project budget to include his services. You told the board about- No, 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 no. I, I didn't tell them. Just, uh, moved some numbers around. Artemis Roberts! Well, it doesn't matter now, does it? Maybe Heinz the Gopher Meister Schmidt was made up after all. It is kind of an odd name. I mean, there's got to be another digging person out there. You mean an expert excavator? That's what I said. I'm afraid not. Not for something like this. Just then, there was a knock at the door. Who could that be? I have absolutely no idea. Mrs. Roberts went to the door and peeked outside, but she didn't see anyone. She slowly opened the door just to be sure. And out of the crack, she saw a small creature sitting on her welcome mat. It was small and brown. But it didn't look to be a dog or a cat. It looked almost like... A gopher? Who was it, honey? Artemis, come here. I think you'll want to see this. Why? What? What is it? Oh, it's a... Gopher. A gopher! What is a gopher? What is that? What? In its paw. Oh my, you're right. In her shock at seeing the furry creature at the entrance to her house, let alone her bewilderment at how such a creature could have knocked at her door, she hadn't noticed that it was carrying what appeared to be a letter. Artemis Roberts, however, had felt something rise up within him the moment he saw the gopher. Something he hadn't felt in almost a month. Hope. Hope. Upon seeing the letter, Mr. Roberts bent down toward the gopher and held out his hand. Without hesitation, the rodent put 
the letter in Mr. Robert's hand and immediately scurried away. Well, I'll be. It's from Hines. That was one of his... Yes, I presume it was. Well, what does it say? I'm here. And? That's it. That's it? That's it. But you know what that means. There's a deranged German man in town with a herd of eerily well-trained vermin? It means that work on the elevator project begins tomorrow. Heinz has agreed to take it on. The next day, Artemis Roberts gleefully announced the arrival of Mr. Schmidt and his incredible team of gophers. And so it was that in 1910, Waco welcomed Heinz and his rodent menagerie with great fanfare. And so Mr. Roberts, with all of his ducks, or should we say gophers, in a row, work began on the elevator shaft and the Alico Tower at the same time. Mr. Schmidt, I can't thank you enough for being here. No problem. You and your team of gophers are just exactly what I needed. Good. Very good. I've been dreaming about the center of the earth for years now, and with your help, we'll finally reach it. Yes. Very good. You're expensive, but I think it'll be worth it. Yes. Very good. And the gophers will be able to stay on schedule. No problem. Okay, good. Well, I guess I'll leave you to it. Yes, very good. You're a, a man of few words, Mr. Schmidt. Yes. Why do you think I work with gophers? <laughs> That's a good one. What? What you've said. I, I just wasn't expecting you to actually make a joke. What joke? Gophers work. People talk. Is not joke. Got it. Okay. Well, happy digging, I suppose. Yes, very good. Unfortunately for Mr. Roberts, however, Mr. Schmidt's gophers were not only hard workers. They were also irresistibly cute. The very next day, after the digging commenced, Polly Earl walked by the construction site. Now, Polly Earl was a very fashionable Waco debutante of the time, and when she caught sight of the gophers, she was immediately smitten. She couldn't stand to see such a cute creature toiling so industriously and adorably in the hot sun as they dug their great hole. On the spot, she determined that she would have one of those gophers as a pet. And that night at dinner, she let it be known. Father, you know that building that good Mr. Roberts is building? Oh, yes, good old Artemis. Quite the project. What about it, sweetheart? Did you know that he brought in some international help? Oh, you're talking about that gopher man. Uh, what's his name? Uh... Well, this gopher man that you bring up, did you know that he is employing just the cutest little creatures to dig that hole? You mean the gophers? Yes, they're just adorable. Hmm. All right. I saw them today as I passed by, and I just couldn't help but think to myself, Polly, 
You would just be the belle of the ball if you carried around one of those gophers. What? You mean as a pet? Father, that's just the best idea I ever heard. Well, no, I, I thought you just said... I hadn't thought of that. But now that you mention it, I think it would just make the most splendid of pets. I mean, I, I suppose... Please, Father, could you go talk to the gopher man and see if I could have one? You're the best. And so it happened that the very next morning, the accommodating father, Raleigh Earl, offered a princely sum for the talented varmint. Excuse me, sir, would you mind selling me one of your gophers? No. No good. Look, my daughter would really like one, and my house is just a whole lot more peaceful when she's happy. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. Hmm. No, no good. Look, I'll give you $100 for one of those suckers. No, no good. Go for not for sale. 200 No, no good. No good, no good, no good, no good. $500. Thank you very much. You take it, this one. Soon, Miss Polly's gopher was accompanying her to all Waco's best parties in his luxurious gilded basket. Before long, this set off gopher mania among all the girls in Waco High Society. Polly, where did you get such an adorable little creature? Father got him for me. Isn't he just the cutest? He is so cute, I just can't even stand it. Oh, Father, I have something to ask you. Raleigh, where did you get Polly that gopher? My daughter won't stop asking me about it. Oh, I got him from that gopher guy that Artemis hired. Thanks, you're a lifesaver. Anything for our girls, am I right? Soon, the gopher meister was making more money selling off his herd than he was digging the elevator shaft. No, no good. Price gone up. Six hundred dollars. Please, Mr. Schmidt, I need one. You need one? Fine. Seven hundred dollars. Okay, here you go. Have a nice day. As word spread, all of the fathers came and bought gophers for all of their daughters. Within a couple of weeks, Mr. Schmidt was all out of gophers. What do you mean you're out of gophers? All out. No more. How could you do this to me? Sorry. And so Mr. Roberts had to give up his grand dream of an elevator to the center of the earth. Instead, he had to settle for a simple elevator to the basement. In fact, this very elevator is still in operation today, near the corner of 5th Street and Austin Avenue. It continues to serve as a modest reminder of the glories that might have been. Oh, what might have been. Try not to think about it like that, dear. Oh, but an elevator to the center of the earth. That really would have been something. Yes, dear. And I entrusted that dream to a man. A man that employed rodents. What was I thinking? But look at what you created. The Alico building is something special. I guess. It is. Now enough with all this nonsense about wishing you could get to the Earth's center. I know you love Jules Verne, but it was a novel, dear. A novel. It's not real. But this, this building, that is very real. And it's beautiful. (laughs) 
Okay. I guess it is, isn't it? It is indeed. And now it stands as the tallest building in Texas. For many years to come, people are going to look at it and remember Artemis Roberts. Thank you, darling. You're welcome. But they won't remember me. Sure they will. No, no. They'll look at the Alico building. And they'll remember the Gophers. Thank you for joining us today for A Fantastical History of Waco, a podcast brought to you by Wild Imaginings. We have a lot of other great projects besides this podcast. If you want to check out the work that we're doing, please head to wildimaginingswaco.com see what we're doing and if you have an idea of your own let us know we love working with people just like we did here at rogue media network and ashley bean thornton the author of these wonderful stories join us next time for another fantastical story this has been rogue media network podcast